0: Hey, Chapeau, I'm glad you're here, I need to talk to you real quick, it's real important that you hear this.
1: Uh, say Stupendous, I expected to hear from you, it is about the plane crash, uh, Panakeku's plane. Give it a rush Chapeau,
0: that was last week's news.
1: But uh, Panakeku, his plane. Oh, okay, then. Please tell me the big news, s'il vous plaît. I'm all ears.
0: You don't have to be so darn condescending, chapeau. Anyways, the news is this. The wrestling show, it's undergoing further changes.
1: Uh, Qu'est-ce que c'est? Stupendous. Say no more. I just talked to Signore Asweipo earlier this week. Maybe this can actually confirm what he's, what I just heard. What is... Wait a second.
0: You talked to Signore Alaswipo. He knows... He knows what's being cut from l- the show? What did he know, Chapeau?
1: What are you saying? Secondly, Blue Stupendous, after all of this, they are finally getting rid of... I cannot believe they're getting rid of kaku
0: it's it, it, it's Panakeku, chapeau
1: and no the wrestling show it's it's just
0: mixing things up a bit Panakeku will always be here he's beloved He's it's just they're just cutting a segment it's the level up segment it's gone
2: ah stupendous chapeau. I heard, I heard the news. The news. just keeps
1: coming, guys. The bad news. You know, it's it's Panakeku. Oh, relax, Signore Wipo. It's okay. Uh, stupendous here. They reassured me. Panakeku's not fired. He's just fine. Oh uh, no, Panakeku. <laughs>
2: He's dead. It's time for the wrestling show to take a very cynical look back at a week of wrestling. Tonight, we review the WWE Universe, starting with the flagship Monday Night Raw. Then, switch the nxt universe with the nxt 2.0 then from way across the pond nxt uk and finally to wrap up the show we bring to you friday night smackdown let's get the show started so maestro if you will please sing us in and one and a two
3: and a one, two, three, Lip really loves wrestling, he likes to talk about it too, if you like to watch wrestling as he do, come and join us on the wrestling show, on the wrestling show, on
1: the wrestling Show, baby! It's
2: time for the wrestling show to take a very cynical look back at, representing the WWE and live from Knoxville at the University of Tennessee. It's Monday Night Raw! Airdate, April 25th, 2022, The Road to Wrestlemania's Backlash. Let's go! Well, well,
3: well, welcome back to the channel. I'm your very cynical host, Lip Hazleywood, and this is our take on what happened at Monday Night Raw, The Road to uh, Wrestlemania's Backlash. And of course, they use the Wrestlemania in this one here. It's the only way they can really push this next pay-per-view. It's true. Now, this is uh, our commentators are coming back after a two-week vacay from his honeymoon and wedding, and the clearly had a lot on his mind. It is Corey Graves. I say that because he's uh, back with a vengeance, very, very angry, almost as angry as me. Yes, he has spat some serious fire in this uh, episode, and with him, of course, is the usuals, um, Jimmy Smith and the Ever Jacked. Byron Saxton, and of course today we only have a a small appearance by uh, our very own um, Sarah Schreiber. But we start off with a gigantic circus, a gigantic a circus, and it's a very proud moment to start off with. It is the uh, recognizing, it is the an homage to 20 years of Randy Orton. Now they had the uh, a lot of the lot of the. Uh, a talent surrounding the ring, just like a lumberjack match, except way more, maybe doubled, maybe. Okay, so uh, there's there's a few wrestlers around the ring. I'm just saying, and uh, with Riddle, of course, uh, introducing the man of the hour. It is uh, Randy Orton. Now. Randy can tell he's a completely uh, he appreciates everything he's, he's having the best time in his life and he's proud he's uh, appreciates the riddle he appreciates the fans it was a love fest but before uh, we can really get going riddle had a special announcement to make he had a uh, of course a special guest for Randy Orton um, a hall of fame family, you know, wants to say hi, I guess. Uh, Introduce him down and of course he needed this. He needed this. I bet this was uh, by Cody Rhodes needed it himself. So Cody Rhodes is introduced. The man who needs all the introduction and all the help he can get to get over with the WWE after all. He is a pompous ass and uh he needs WWE way more than the WWE needs him. Because what's uh, Cody Rhodes going to do in AEW? His company win the belt. Give himself the belt. It's like Mitz McMahon giving himself the belt in WWE. It wouldn't make any sense at all. It would just cheapen the belt. So, here we go. Now, with him in the ring, um, all uh, he didn't say much, but you know he's riding in coattails. And he's just trying to make this all about himself. And it is gets incensed. Seth Rollins. He jumps in the ring. He gets. He gives him a mouthful about you. You just need, you're just, you know, you're just making this all about yourself, which you always do. You know, I say he's a desperate and in need of love and adulations because he can't, he does not get that from AEW. No one cares about Cody Rose in AEW and he can't be a heel. He needs to be a stupid face, his ego, you know, but you know, he just does, He just embrace this, the, the people hate you, Cody. They're just, you're just still new Kotoi in the WWE. So they're cheering you until they realize what you're all about, you know, selfish. So while that happens, we got ourselves, while uh, um, Seth is the ring, we got Elias comes at the ring, you know, he tries to, I'm, uh, I mean, Ezekiel, I'm Elias' brother, ho oh, ho bro, I'm Ezekiel, oh, I don't really, who gives a darn, who the hell he is, we all know it's Elias, I mean, really, I mean, I don't know why they're pulling this stupid thing off, I mean, I'm pretty sure they've done it before, the brother, oh, oh no, it was Santino, santina this i'm not santino i'm santina
1: i'm wrestling as a girl
3: just as bad just as bad okay so with that set um kevin owens comes down there and is like, this is bull la 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 so basically what it comes down to the usos come down there as well and they proclaim dominance over the rk bro and then this culminates to adam pierce making an eight-man tag for. The main event, you know, it's going to be Elias and the, uh, you know, uh, ever so full of himself, uh, Cody Rhodes, you know, the, uh, pompous ass. That's right. I'm going all out against Cody Rhodes. I do not like that guy. And his tag team partner is Elias. It's his brother, Ezekiel, Ridiculous. And RK-Bro, Randy and Riddle versus Seth Rollins, R- uh, Kevin Owens, and... The Usos, you mean Jay, for the main event. We're looking forward to that. But right now, we go to our first match. It is, think it's gonna be a good match, but it's not, it's really not. Spoilers, it's a shitty, it's a stupid match. It's dumb and ridiculous, didn't make, okay. This match made about as much sense as a truck full of rats in a tampon factory. That's right, that's how confusing and misguided this match was. And it was for the women's champion the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus of course Sonia Deville who abused her powers to get this match in the first place So what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Well of course uh, this match starts off And right off the bat they take it outside the ring Bianca throws uh, Sonia over top of the table Goes back in the ring, Sonia gets counted out Now Sonia always says her words uh, When I'm wearing a jacket, I am an official But she's not, she was not wearing a jacket at the time and she uh, as soon as the, the winner of the match was being called but the announcer she grabbed the microphone and declared that this match would go on as a no count out match. Sonia Deville decides that hey, I'm a competitor now, but yet I'm still going to make the calls, which makes a zero sense, you know? They're not on the contract? It's ridiculous. So, she loses once. She restarts the match as a no count out. Well, match does go on it goes back outside again where Sony Deville decides to use Bianca's hair as a tug rope as a you know so she tries to pull around uh, Bianca with her hair and well you know what Bianca's like you want to play that it's a tug of war it is and I've done this many times with my hair and trust me babe you're gonna lose and true enough Bianca b- threw her over the uh a, a barricade, a barricade. But you know what it was, uh, Sonia who grabbed, held, held her hair and got thrown over, like a FOOL! So here's the thing, here's where it even gets dumber, it gets even dumber. Sonia comes out and hits Bianca with a chair and smashes her in the back with the chair which gets her disqualified. But again, um, no jacket, she decides take it on herself to make a new stipulation on a dumb, stupid match. And she says, well Nat own, she used her hair against me first, which is totally a lie. You know, this is, uh, this is Sonya Deville becoming Karen Deville. She has been Karen for a long time, just like uh, Drew McIntyre's sword. I think Drew McIntyre's sword, Drew McIntyre named a sword after uh, Sonya, you know, the Karen of the WWE. So she starts the match up again, this time, and no disqualification, no count out match. And they do, of course, they're like, yeah, oh, sure, why not? You're an official, right? You're a fake official, it works. It was just, did not make sense. It was a nonsensical match. So, of course, while the, the match starts again, we got the dynamic dunce, the Dumb and Dumber. Carmella and Queen Zelina come in, back together again, I guess after the wedding. I guess now Carmella's got time on her hands. You no, know, as ah, sure we had our spat. Now we're back together. Who cares? Who cares? So Carmella and Zelina try to help out. Now it's become the three on one handicap match, which meant didn't really matter at all. Bianca got easy. Got rid of the two dumb and dumber, Zelina and uh, Carmella, and then seconds later gives uh, Sonya Deville um, the kiss of death, putting her out of her misery. One, two, three, retaining her belt, looking like a looking like a champ, looking like regular. But uh, who suffered the most in this match? Why? It's Sonya Deville, Carmella, and uh, Zelina. They all look like fools, fool, absolute fools in this match. And this is what was funny, even though Sonia Deville, a complete abuse of power, still abuses her power and a bully too. So she gets Selena and Carmella backstage and slaps Selena in the face. Carmella like pretend slaps, like pretend slaps, uh, um, Sonia, block easily. And then with the counter slap without, I don't even think this was, I, I personally believe that the slap on Zelina was planned. The slap on Carmella was not planned. Carmella did not see this coming a mile away. Someone must have told her last minute. It's like, give her, just slap the shit out of her face. Just bitch slap Carmella. So she did, she friggin' bitch slapped Carmella. Good. Wham! Carmella had, was speechless. She didn't know what to do. It wasn't planned. She was shocked. You know, this was uh, Will Smith and uh, friggin' uh, Chris Rock slap. You know, except uh, Chris Rock didn't fall on the floor like a little girl but yeah uh, there should be some serious repercussions over this Carmela clearly was not ready or suspecting that slap so here we go Car- that after that silly segments over let's move on to our next match match um, number two to who and that is a mahan mr. veer mahan mr um, balls underneath his uh, armpits so he looks like he has lats like crazy lats but that's beside the point let's go to the match and who is Veer Mahan gonna fight this time? will it be... oh no another jobber hmm they brought him straight from Knoxville a uh, uh, training school just to lose to Veer now one thing only things come positive out of this match is uh Sam Smothers has a nice little uh uh little pay, pay, pay day. For jobbing today. And of course, this was an absolute squash match. Veer, maybe a minute in his match, it was over with the uh, cerebral clutch to, uh, Sam Smothers, not to be convinced with, uh, um, you know, um, confused by him being the lost Smothers brothers or the son of the Smothers brothers. It's not true, but Veer with the uh, cerebral clutch with a big win, but that's not over he tosses out the old sam to the outside ring after the win he gives in a cerebral clutch outside the ring and then he um i guess choke slams him or uh, power bombs him onto the table the table is very sturdy today didn't break and he goes on top of the table with another cerebral clutch now they did this now and then for poor sportsmen. Like they usually take away the victory will they ever do that again will veer go over to edge over the top you know push the line a little bit too far and say listen veer your match is over, go to the back, hit the bricks, little shitty guy, all right? And none of this over the top shit. You're proving nothing against jobbers. You lose. So here we go. You think losing is uh, part of the, uh, the day? Well, we go to another match. It's not a real match. It is a wrestling, it is an arm wrestling match, an arm wrestling match, what they rarely do, because they rarely do it, because it's dumb. And this time it's against, it's Bobby Lashley, looking to overthrow Mr. Almas And with Almos, it's MVP by his side Now what's gonna happen here? Well of course it is going to be an arm wrestling match And like all arm wrestling matches in the um, WWE It's always fake It's always fixed Well everything is but uh I guess Almos was looking to win And then uh MVP starts jaw jacking uh, MB- uh, Bobby Lashley gets Bobby Lashley all fired up And pins Almos. Moral victory He gets a victory in a, with the uh, arm wrestling But in the end Almost smashes the living daylights out of uh, Bobby Lashley. With this, it's going to be the setup for Wrestlemania's Backlash. It's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Omos part two. But this time it's going to be different because on Almost's side, it's going to be the great MVP. The MVP is always saying that without me, Bobby Lashley, you would not be the almighty. You would just be floundering in the mid cards. And it's true, I think. I really, truly think that. So now here we go From a wrestling match Or not even a wrestling match From an arm wrestling match To a soap opera We're just going further and further away from wrestling Now the soap opera of wrestling It is starring the not ready for TV The 24-7 players All five of them in this thing They're all No one wants anything to do with this garbage uh, team No one wants to be a part of the um, 24-7 players Players Here come the players That's right they just have a lot of fun. It's nonsense. It's our truth the special guest referee now against Dana Brooke, Reggie versus Akira Tozawa and Tamina. Now it showed a couple things. Um, Dana Brooke, she's not a wrestler. She never will be a wrestler. She's a model and she's a fitness model, period. And she, she can't do anything more than that. She can tr- attempt to wrestle, but it's not wrestling. So now it's, we got a really awkward bit in the ring. It is uh, Dana Brooke and Tamina in the ring there. Tamina grabs her in this weird, uh, grabs her by the back of her knee of her neck and pulls her backwards, you know? And so she's doing an awkward bridging, uh, Dana Brooke, and she grabs, caresses the back of uh, Tamina's neck, and about, like it's like she wants to make out with Tamina. It was just weird and silly and just made no sense. And then that's when uh, Tazawa tagged in, and that's a mentor tag for Dana Brooke. So Tazawa versus Reggie. Now, Reggie also is not a wrestler, he is a, a performer, he is a, uh, you know, uh, acrobat that thinks he can wrestle. Now, he's gone a little bit far with the 24-7 nonsensical belt, but now it is all about um, Tozawa. Tozawa sets up Reggie with a wonderful uh, Insegiri to the head. It's really nice. And then sets up with the Santon. He dedicates this to Tamina and getting some incredible, incredible height. This is Montez Ford. Territory here. This is he uh, he can hand he can high-five God he he He, uh, he flew up so high he was hand he was high-fiving angels up on up, the, up top there and Tazawa with a massive uh, Santon crushes Tazawa it crushes uh, Reggie and they win um, t- uh, Tazawa and uh, Tamina. So what does that mean? Nothing apparently the belts don't change hands, uh it's a uh, Dana Brooks still the champion and then uh, it's the whole thing, ridiculous thing after the end where Match is over now, Tamina takes down um, Dana and then Reggie tries to get the pin And then R-Truth pulls Reggie off and throws her against, throws him against uh, Tamina And then Reggie tries to get uh, backstabs everybody, tries to get the belt back, or should I say R-Truth Tries to get the belt and tries to count himself as winner How is that even possible? You don't even do that, that's stupid You're either a ref or you're a competitor, you can't be a ref competitor that's that's how stupid this whole 24/7 garbage is. That's how stupid it is. So now here we go in the ring is Becky Boohoo, is a Cyberpunk Becky, the new Cyberpunk Becky, or some people might call her um, Moon Boots Becky, but she's got these crazy, crazy uh, lifts on her sh- on her shoes. Maybe about six inches. She's got a half a foot on her, but she needed it. You know. So it's uh, Boohoo Becky Lynch, Becky boohoohoo who uh, talking about. She doesn't recognize herself without the belt anymore. But one thing great about Becky, at least, at least is her natural hair. She's one of the wrestlers who decides, you know what? Just say no to the dumb hair extensions. We're not Muppets in the ring, we're wrestlers. We're human beings. So here we go. Now, challenging her is Asuka coming back. hmm And with a huge disrespect, he uh, flicks, up, uh, flicks the nose at Becky Lynch. And that got Becky really uh, fired up. So I guess this is going to be a, a new uh, program for Becky. It's Becky versus Oscar. Who knows how far is this going to go and how how much is Becky going to push Oscar? Is this Oscar's big return? So now with big returns, we got ourselves a, a poor returns match. It is uh, Finn Balor freshly uh, from losing his uh, belt to, uh, you know, uh, Theory or Theodore. Mm-hmm. Now it's a match uh, where he won the belt against... Uh, Damien Priest. Now it's a rematch, I guess. Finn Balor. The WWE making uh making making example out of Finn Balor over Damien Priest. And now with Damien Priest it's gonna be Edge. Yes, Edge is, of course, is the uh, how do you say this, uh, the the leader of the Judgment Day, I guess. The head of the table of Judgment Day, and uh, um, Damien Priest is the brood member. So now this was a, a fun match, uh it was uh, Finn Balor winning most of the match, but until the end, Finn Balor gets distracted with the outside edge. He looks back there, Edge has just stood off, off the seat, and that was enough to make Finn Balor distracted enough to, like, oh, I was going kind to of coup de grace um, Damien Priest, but now I can't because Damien Priest has got up, took Finn Balor off the top rope, and then choke slammed him. Not, ch- yeah, it was a nice uh, choke slam. It was a uh, South of Heaven choke slam right to the, the reckoning from Finn Balor almost winning to pulls out of a loss from victory and of course uh damon priest with a big win mr belts mr excessive belts and laces i call him uh, damian belts and laces goes up and uh gives his uh kneels to edge and voila his master so now we go on to ms tv everybody ms tv in a ring ms has the new theory or theodore in a ring it was a big old kiss-ass fest. Wow. Until, of course, we got ourselves a returning Mustafa Ali, who wants that United States Championship belt. Now, Miz just gave uh, Theodore some, uh, some, I guess, some advice. Just say no to people who want that championship title without going through process. And, of course, Theory did that. And, uh, I guess, uh, the whole, he just ended up pushing the whole um, conversation towards Mustafa Ali and Miz, so he turned it to them, and then they start arguing, and then uh, I guess uh, it all came down to uh, theory with calling Vince McMahon or texting Vince McMahon and set up a match. It is going to be coming up. Mustafa Ali versus Miz in Mustafa's returning match. So this was an interesting match. It wasn't terrible. It was a fun match. It was a good match. Uh, Miz was very dominant in this match. Just. Um, just he was on the offense most of the time in this match. There's some uh, flurries with uh, Mustafa, but at the end, the final sequence—the uh, sequence was the Miz trying to put on the figure four on Mustafa, very confident in himself. Does a full spin, but Mustafa catches him on the spin, grabs him up, rolls him up with a great win. Now this is unlike anything. Um, Xavier Woods does, because Xavier Woods doesn't counter anything with a, with a uh, roll-up He just throws a roll-up on because that's all he knows how to do Xavier Woods does not know how to wrestle His wrestling skills are very small, you know, after he's been there years and years and years But yet, has he learned anything? No, no, he has not But that's not about Xavier Woods, it's about Mustafa and his big win over The Miz Now, while Mustafa Ali was celebrating his victory his next opponent or next, uh, I guess, uh, program is coming up It is Tommaso Champa Takes him down, beats him up in the back Or takes him out, just blindsiding him You know, sucker punching him and that's it I guess this would be a new thing Um, new program, Tommaso Champa. His uh, fight against Mustafa Ali Now why is it? Who knows? Only time will tell uh, Now we go backstage with Sarah With uh, I believe it's a great Sarah Shriver With Rhea Ripley Asking, why? What happened? So of course Rhea Ripley uh, talks about her tag teams And every time she's been thrown into the tag team division um, She's only as good as her opponent And they always bring her down And it's time for Rhea Ripley to step out into the singles division And become the champion she always will be But while she's talking, it is a love struck The broken hearted Liv Morgan coming in there To beat up some uh, Rhea Ripley, gain some revenge so here's a program, now once lovers Now, I guess, bitter rivals You know, I, this, this could be just be one step in the Morgan's lover's quarrel and Will they get back together? Will the makeup sex be great? Who knows, what's gonna happen with these two? But you know, the tension is high So now here we go to our main event 8 man tag It is the ever so pompous ass, Cody Rhodes, tagged up with um, the ridiculous Elias's brother, Ezekiel and Riddle and Randy Orton, who's celebrating his 20th anniversary versus Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens and the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso. Now I had, uh, I thought Cody Rhodes was going to win this match, but this was a feel good match. It was a, it was a fun match. It had, it, it was just, a, it was a fun match. Nothing. It wasn't a great match. It was a fun match. It was like an AEW match, really, when it comes down to it. It was fun. It was fun, you know, over the top. So here we go. We'll go to the final sequence first, at the end. Okay, now, it is Randy Orton. He looks to take out Jay Uso with the uh, RKO. But, it's Rollins from behind, knocking him down. Wham! Knocks him down from, uh, okay, so with that, Cody Rhodes comes out and gives Seth Rollins Rund- a ridiculous-looking disaster kick. He looks so silly. <laughs> he looks like a dummy when he's doing that. <laughs> I really don't like Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so, Disaster Kick to uh, Seth Rollins. And then, what's that? It is, uh, Randy then RKO's Seth Rollins after Disaster Kick. Because, of course, Disaster Kick is, uh, you know, is dumb. Is a dumpster kick, really. So after that, Kevin Owens super kicks uh, Cody Rhodes off his out of his boots, and thank goodness for that, breaks him out of the match. But then Ezekiel comes in to help out Randy Orton, setting up Kevin Owens with the RKO. But after that, it is uh, Jimmy super kicks Jimmy Uso comes in and super kicks Ezekiel in the face, knocks him out of the ring, not to return. And then after that, it is, this is the big ending. This doll flourishing of uh, people running in the ring and doing some silly stuff. The typical big finish. Now after that is Riddle and Randy Orton teaming up against uh, Jimmy Uso, setting Jimmy Uso up with a big RKO. Jimmy Uso is now out. But while that happening, is uh, Jey Uso for some strange reason, no one's really hurt on the uh, Cody, Ezekiel, Randy, and Riddle side. Everybody's standing up. No one's on the ground. While. Jey Uso decides to take the top turnbuckle John climb to the top and do an Uso splash For some strange reason he decides it So he goes up, he dives off top rope And guess what? He gets met with the uh, RKO by Randy Orton Surprise, 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 big RKO finish And uh, I guess that's the old uh, here's, here's, here's a big win for you Randy Orton for your 20th anniversary And that's that uh, That wins it for uh, Randy Orton, wins it for team I guess we're all looking forward to, uh, um, the wonderful, uh, Backlash! And, well, that's it for this episode of Raw. Now, coming up after the break will be a new segment, It'll be a change-up. It will be, uh, the NXT 2.0. Now, stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Have you got major flatulent problems? Are your friends and family keep calling you the factory of farts and keep clear of the noxious fumes that emanate from your body? Well turn your franchise around with Wind X. At Wind X we realize that we can't actually stop someone from farting because if we did it could actually kill you but with our special dietary supplement pill we can change your horrible smells to a very special event. Our fragrances include pumpkin spice, chocolate chip, cinnamon bun, apple pie, and coming soon, roasted onions and caramel. Remember, to eliminate horrible smells, try using Windex. At Windex, we care about you and the people around you. The Wrestling Show,
2: baby! It's time for The Wrestling Show to take a very cynical look back at. Representing the WWE and live from the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida... It's NXT 2.0, airdate April 26th, 2022, the road to spring break-in. Let's go! Wobbo, Wobbo,
3: welcome to the channel, I'm your, uh, or should you say welcome back to the channel, I'm your very cynical host, Lip Hazleywood, and this is our take on what happened at NXT 2.0, the road to Spring Break in coming next week and of course not uh, to to mention uh, our amazing commentators uh, I would say these are the best commentators in all of wrestling it is Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett now Wade Barrett is what makes this team great uh Wade Barrett is the best in the business Vic Joseph he's uh, he can be replaced I think Michael Cole can make a big great Vic Joseph and they'd still be the best in the business. <clears throat> okay. Now, and of course backstage we got ourselves a, a Mackenzie Mitchell, I believe. Now we go on, this is a big, big show. We have seven huge matches to cover in today's uh, segment. Now, here we go. We start off huge with uh, our very own Nikita Lions. Leo- Nikita Lyons versus Last Legend. Now both are, uh, I guess, are competing for a dominant woman in the NXT 2.0. It's kind of weird because the dominant woman is, of course, uh, Mandy Rose of Toxic Attraction. She is the women's champion. So, it's uh, weird that they're fighting for second best. But regardless, this is a match. Now I think uh, Lash Legend, in the ring, she is incredible. She's a dynamic performer. so this should be a good match with uh, Nikita Lion. So uh, like I suspected this was a fun match. and uh, then with something where Nikita is she's a th- she's a thick girl. She's a great shape. She's a very curvaceous uh, regardless of that she's a, she's a, She's a thicker than uh, Lash Legends, but Lash Legends, she got her up on her, she picked her up from her shoulders. It was a corner piece uh, for a power bomb. But Nikita switched that around with a nice hurricana throwing Nikita to the ground and finishing her off with a spin kick to the noggin with a 1-2-3 Nikita with a big victory, but before she can really celebrate her win, guess what? She gets uh, attacked. Attacked by a legend. And that's right, uh, that's what uh, they're paying me to say. <clears throat> And the legend is uh, Natalia Nightheart. That's right. This daughter of uh, Jim the Andrew Neidhart, who is by chance the brother of uh, Brett the Hitman Heart. And she doesn't let you forget that at all. So here we go. She attacks Nikita. And then Slash Legend it joins in. So it's now Lash and uh, Natalia attacking Nikita. And guess who comes in? Core Jade comes in to help out her friend. So that looks, that's going to be good. It's going to be really good. uh, But now, here we go. Here's the fun thing, I would say. uh, After the match is over, we have uh, our backstage interview. It's uh, Mackenzie Mackenzie Mitchell with... Yes, right. The two corporates who were uh, in that ring there. uh, Just beating up... uh, Trying to beat up uh, Nikita. It is uh, Natalia. Now... I guess this is natalia how she stays relevant she always attaches herself to someone big someone who's getting into it's just crazy natalia she's on to another she's already on to another tag team partner and her partner is lash legend lash is of course happy to be with her because anything uh she's learning from uh um someone's been there way longer than her so right now she's uh, grateful but pretty soon she's gonna realize the truth but here's the thing um what has happened to uh, her past partner what's gonna happen to Shayna Baszler they're not really officially broken up yet as a tag team it's ridiculous so regardless the new tag team match coming up at spring Breakin' next week it's going to be Natalia uh, the heart foundation versus and Lash legend versus core jade and Nikita Lyons so here we go we go backstage and it is uh, the diamond mind Roderick Strong is not pleased with where they are. No belts in the whole group. Very upset. He wants to do some changes. We need to be better than that. We need to win. And of course, Roderick Strong brings in some ringers from the uh, main roster. Um, Now in the main roster, these two cannot buy a victory if 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 it depended on them. But they were champions once, and they're going back to the roots. It is the Viking Express or the Viking Raiders. Whether they call them the Viking Raiders or the um, Game of Thrones cosplayers They're back in the NXT 2.0 And apparently Roderick Strong brought them in To job To, uh, or to, uh For They brought them in for the Creed Brothers To make example out of them So that's basically what they're in for But nevertheless The, uh, Vikings Express Viking Raiders will have a match later on So now we go into a ring It is Von Wagner apparently taking place of uh, another wrestler. So, Van Wagner with Mr. Stone, um, Robert Stone, perhaps the new Robert Stone brand. Um, Von Wagner is fighting Tony D'Angelo in the ring there. And now, Robert Stone, or uh, it's, you know, uh, Von Wagner is a much bigger guy than uh, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo is no small guy. But
1: you know, hey, I'm the Donald Trump of the NXT. I am Tony D'Angelo. So it was a, it was a
3: back and forth match, but the la- end sequence was uh, pretty telling how, to, how you should like this match or not. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, he was tossed out of the ring. He tried to land on the apron, but his legs buckled from him. He flopped out of the ring. And this is when things go crazy on the other side of the ring from where Tony D'Angelo flopped out of there. It is Joaquim Wilde and Raul, and Raul Mendoza coming up to distract. Hey, look at this! We're jumping up on the ring apron! And Von Wagner's in the ring! Hey, look at us! And then, do and behold, two goonies come out and pull off. Uh, Raul and uh, Joaquim. And while that's happening, Joaquim and Back off and taking the attention away from the two coonies. And while they're, uh, the attention is taken away and everybody's looking at what's going on there, it is, of course. We're I mean, not really sure what the ref's doing, but I'm pretty sure he's not doing nothing and not paying any attention to what's going on because behind them all, it is. That's right. Uh, Santos Escobar whacking Tony D'Angelo in a knee. Just a whack. Take this. I got a. A nice a club to your knee, you son of a gun. And with that, now Tony D'Angelo could have been counted out. Robert Stone did say, there we go go. I don't even think about going in there. So he does, he rolls back in there for a big boot by Vaughn Wagner. Vaughn Wagner takes the victory, no matter how tainted it was. So now here we go. From that tainted victory of Von Wagner over Tony D'Angelo, we go backstage. We have uh, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada congratulating um, our very own uh, Roxanne Perez about her very first victory. While well, Toxic Attraction is like, hey you, know, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. They're just uh, making fun. They're the best, apparently. And uh, now, that's when Roxanne challenges uh, Randy Rose, which is accepted for the main event fight which should be exciting Roxanne Perez versus Mandy Rose later on so now the next theoretical next match was supposed to be Nathan Fraser versus uh, Guru Raj Mm -hmm. the Guru Raj now we all know who would have won in the first place Uh, Guru Raj is a number one jobber but never happened because it is our very, far favorite, very, favorite, the Grayson Waller Takes out, uh, Guru Raj before the match even starts And then starts making fun of, uh, you know, uh Nathan, Nathan Fraser And guess who's in the audience there? The entire Chase University With Andre Chase and Brody, Hay- Bodie Hayward in there You know, the first time, I guess this was, of course, it was clearly planned, but nevertheless Grayson Waller was insulting the heck out of, uh, Andre Chase Andre Chase had enough And he enters the ring And then All hell breaks loose Oh yeah But in the end Is Grayson Waller uh, Taken out By Nathan Fraser Because Nathan Fraser Is now A part of Chase U Nathan Fraser Okay that's That's good I guess they're starting new factions They're trying to build on Chase University This is good This is good They're building up their This the foundation Of better things So let's see if this works The uh Chase you, uh, Andre Chase is doing wonderful things. He's got a good mind for wrestling. Let's see where this goes. I like it. I like it. I'm liking it. At least I'm telling myself that I like it. So now here we go. We go backstage, Grayson Waller, is backstage with an interview, Tiffany Stratton talking about what she did and how things are in the past, I guess with, uh, with Sarray. And then Grayson Waller comes in there griping and moaning, but guess what? Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton have a lot in common hmm They hate terrible accents, one thing for sure. So, I guess this is the thing now. They're going to team up. Grayson Waller says goodbye to Sangha and says hello to Tiffany Stratton. So Grayson Waller, again, paired up with somebody. But you know what? I think these what uh, WWE's NXT is doing is really good. They need to pair people up while the main roster, they tear people apart. So now here we go. Speaking of uh, bringing people together in the NXT 2.0, we got ourselves Team KC That's right in a fight. It is uh Kaden Carter and a brand new um, Reef uh, rebranded the rebranded uh, Casey is now uh, Katana chance Katana chance and uh, It's a chance and Carter. I guess they're now called but they're still Team KC to me versus I think these girls can go a long way. They got some great talents in the ring. They got some superior um, Luce Libre skills and background. It is Yulisa Leon, my favorite, and her tag team partner, Valentina Frose, which should be really good. Uh, it was a very fine match. Uh, almost match of the night, I'd say. But in the end, we got ourselves, uh, I believe Yulissa uh, um, Leon Ly- was tossed out of the ring. You know? But here, you know, in, in a thing, and then, it all becomes about, uh, one thing. You know, the end sequence. let's talk about the end sequence. It is, uh, Ulyssa, Leon, gets, uh, I believe, Caden Carter for a Salt. A, a, wonderful, it's like a, a stalling, uh, I guess, um, what's a, lion's salt? You know? Wonderful, massive air, misses completely. That puts her out of the game completely. And then, uh, I guess uh, this is where it becomes a uh, two-on-one, where uh, it was a wonderful. Uh, it looks like a uh, what's that? Uh, um, a neck breaker with a 450 splash. So with uh, a wonderful 450 splash, it is a new Gatana chance with the victory over, I believe, uh, Valentina Firose. Firo- Firo- So now, here we go. Another rebranding. We have uh, Alba uh, Ferre. Alba Ferre, I guess, uh, which was formerly known. She was formerly known as Kaylee Ray. Now, Alba Ferre. I guess they kind of go together, but let's see. The new branding will take her places like uh, the Women's Championship to the top. She's got the serious talents and the skills to go all the way. After all, she made history in the UK now here we go a big i guess it was supposed to be a three on three um mixed tag team match it is uh them denim boys josh briggs brooks jensen and fallon henley were supposed to be fighting against uh legado del fantasma uh, raul mendoza uh joaquin wilde and electro lopez but apparently before the match that's right Uh, Brooks Jensen was uh, brutally beaten and could not compete but yet the match must go on the show must go on and it did it was a fun match it was very competitive right to the end the end sequence was where Fallon Henley and Letcher Lopez start fighting out of the ring and fight their way to the locker room for an early night Mm -hmm. which led of course a 2-on-1 a 2-on-1 Josh Briggs had to take on Raul Mendoza and Joaquim Wild. And it was uh this was showing how wide Logato was one of the best teams in wrestling. Besides despite their uh smaller builds. They got great teamwork and they got amazing wrestling skills. And they put Josh Briggs, even though it's two on one, Josh Briggs has put to put the rest with the uh a nice looks like a Russian leg sweep and a uh a side Russian and a uh Enziguri by Raul Mendoza which gets a big victory and looking good, I guess, looking good for Legado You know, they did, two uh, did beat one person and Josh Briggs was about the same size as both of them put together so I guess it was a fair fight So next up, we got ourselves a wonderful match A wonderful, wonderful match It is, uh... a individual match is solo Sequoia Mr. Johnny Uso himself versus it is uh, the hype man, the number one hype man in wrestling, Trick Williams. And with him is his buddy, the uh, former number one guy, number one champ, was uh, Carmelo Hayes. Now, watching this whole match coming up, because in next week will be a triple threat match for Cameron Grimes' North American Championship. So that's next week. So I guess this is Cameron Grimes checking out the competition. Mm-hmm, it's true. Um, okay, so in a match, it was uh, well, at least uh, one of the competition because uh, Carmelo Hayes is also checking out the competition. Solo Sequoia. Now it was a fun match. Uh, Trick Williams did have his uh, moments of uh, winning, but uh, you knew that was not going to last. Not going to last. Uh, um, Trick is no okay wrestler. Um, he could have more intensity that ring. Uh, he, uh, he. It seems like he's having too much fun in there. You know, rather than, uh, you know, Solos gets right into it. Like, uh, Zion Quinn, you know, complete different atmosphere when they wrestle. But regardless, in the end, it was, uh, solo just squashing, smashing, crushing Trick Williams into the, po- uh, corner posts. And then with a whopping setup, the small drop drops Trick Williams to the ground for a while, it was just a finishing, wow, all expiring, not quite Montez Ford height. You know, Montez Ford, when he does a splash, he does a splash from the heavens above. But regardless, Solo with a good splash, this USO splash, and ends it for Trick Williams. You know, he was, I thought this, when um, Solo went onto the corner for the splash, he was on the same side uh, Carmelo Hayes was. I thought Carmelo Hayes would do something to, uh, I don't know, stall. But no, no, he kept it real, kept it clean, and let uh, Trick Williams lose just like that. So here we go. But at the end, they had a little bit of a, you know, uh, I guess a little bit of a animosity where uh, it looked like uh, um, Cameron Grimes and Solo were in a the ring there face to face, gonna do shake handy, shaky thing. And uh, Carmella Hayes pops in there and then uh, pops, knocks out uh, Solo. And then Solo comes in with a super kick. Carmella Hayes moves out of the way and Carmelo Cameron Grimes gets kicked in the face. And that's how it's gonna go until next week. Was that on purpose? Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But now he go backstage. It is Legado del Fantasma. All of them, Eletra, Raul, Joaquin, and the head of the table, Santos Escobar. You know, talking about how they're dominating and they cannot be bought out by such people like Tony Angelo. So what's going to happen? What's Tony D'Angelo going to do? But regardless of that, we got ourselves a big match. It is the superheroes um, of Idris and Nofe and Malak Blade versus the returning to the company. Because obviously, uh, the Viking Raiders, I like to call them the uh, Game of Thrones cosplayers because they look more like Game of Thrones cosplayers than actual Vikings. Um, So... I guess because they could never buy a win in the main roster, they decided to go back to where it all began, back when they actually got wins. So this maybe this is a turning the page is Eric and um, Ivar. Now this was a fun match, you know, but you know who was really gonna win the whole time because they have to win this one. If they Cohen is losing before they fight the uh, Creed brothers, that would be embarrassing. So, with uh, Malik Blade with a double power bomb, he loses. And of course, the Viking Raiders wins. And when they win, they win graciously. Because they shake the hands of the losers. You did good, guys. I mean, you did good, guys. This is my voice. This is my. You got,
0: yeah, we're the Viking Raiders. Handshakes to all.
3: So now we go on to a backstage vignette. It is the story of Wesley, formerly tag team champions of MSK now Wesley now has to find himself for the tag tag team championships was stolen was ripped away from him without losing it so now he must find his way as a solo competitor now I see this Wesley looks to the future and the future looks like Wesley looks bright I think Wesley has got serious talent in that ring Um, he can go far he can go real far I think So now, here we go. It is Tony Angelo answering a call from uh, Legado del Fantasma. Now, of course, uh, we all knew that uh, Tony Angelo's goons attacked, uh, (laughs) you know, Santos Escobar. (laughs) And he said, oh, it was me. So finally, already, the cat's out of the bag and his goons, they are. Now, it's hilarious. Now, get this. One of them. Hey, this is one of my
2: Goombas. Hey, he's so poor, he can't even rub two dimes together. His name is Troy. His name is Troy. Two dimes, uh, Donovan. (laughs) Because he's uh, uh, so poor, he can't rub two dimes together. And he's uh, and uh, also, I must introduce to you, also very, very poor. It is uh, Channing Lorenzo. We call him uh, Stacks because he had so many bills, they kept on uh, stacking up. That's right. It is Troy, two times Donovan, and Channing stacks Lorenzo. <laughs> wow, they just seem like Batman,
3: Batman uh, villains.
0: Hey, we're the Batman villains? Hey, this is our boss, Tony Angelo. He's uh, he's like the Penguin.
3: Regardless, that's hilarious. <laughs> so moving on, we got ourselves the main event match, the main event match of the evening. It is. Roxanne Perez getting her chance to fight the number one woman in all of NXT 2.0 Mandy Rose and with her of course it's gonna to be toxic attraction watching her back of uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane now one thing for sure this match was the match of the night um, I'm very surprised and happy to see that Mandy Rose is uh Every time she gets in that ring, she improves She gets better and better And this match here was incredible This was a really good match Uh, Roxanne Perez just brought it Um, And this showed a lot about uh, Mandy Rose's Her diversity in that ring You know, knowing how to give and take in that ring uh, She knows she's becoming an all-around wrestler Now until the end sequence We got ourselves um, Roxanne Perez Many times with the pin attempt roll up and uh, she does a high high cross to a pin attempt but then it comes down to this and they get up Mandy Rose is all prepared she, she jumps up she gives her now this her uh, knee flash knee strike her jumping knee she can hit that from anywhere it's a pretty simple move to hit it's a basic move and I'm glad I'm glad that uh, Mandy Rose is not just throwing using that move willy nilly just throwing that move everywhere here and there she's just using it because she knows it's a great move and she's using like a perfection like how John Cena uses his moves he doesn't have many moves but when he uses it he uses it to perfection so regardless Manny Rose showing some great uh, growth hits that knee strike perfect timing gets a big win but here's the thing they end really strangely because uh, it seems like every time Toxic gets a big victory they got to uh, they got to eat eat some humble pie humble pie they got to be humbled somehow and this way uh, it is a Wendy Chu coming in to help out uh, Roxanne Perez. I don't know, uh, could there be uh, a new tag team as well? I don't know, it's getting crazy. So here we go, this is the eating humble pie part. Um, toxic Traction has a, a ridiculous tiny net dropped on top of all three of them. A little net, boink, on top of them. Oh, whoa, 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 hey, the net, <laughs> It's So, it was silly. It was silly, it was a, uh, it was like an episode of, it was like an episode of Scooby-Doo. So they drop the net, the net comes off and then it is, uh, Winnie Chu and Roxanne Perez attacking them with silly string, silly string. <sighs> but you know, this is a, uh, this is a uh, toxic attraction, eating humble pie, you know, that, uh, Hey, we're still willing to play the game and have fun. And speaking of that, that ends the matches. But we do not end that way. We end with something very special. A very special song to introduce this very special ending. It goes a little like this. Hello darkness, my old
1: friend. I've come to speak with you again. But this song is about Joe Gacy. And the fact that he is crazy. And the voices that are speaking to his brain.
3: They're all insane. By the way, where the heck did Harlan go? That's right. Joe Gacy with... An in-ring promotion, talking about his match at Spring Break against... That's right. He thinks, uh, because of the other week where he pushed Braun Breaker off this tower, he thought he injured him. But, now in the ring, he's surrounded by his minions! His minions, whoa! Those horrible minions! Whoa. There were many of them, and you can tell who they really were. They were just the uh, other students of NXT at Performance Center. Getting a chance to get some airtime, But don't show your faces. You're just stupid minions. And so he's saying that, uh, Oh, Joe Joe Gacy's saying, Now, yes, Braun Breaker will lose because he's injured. Ha ha ha. But then it is uh, Rick Steiner makes his appearance. And he's saying that, No, 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 my son, he's okay. And he's like, You're a fool for being up here. I'm I'm, uh, paraphrasing the whole thing. And then the minions come up to attack. Mr. Rick Steiner and then of course the son of Rick Steiner, um, Braun Breaker comes in and starts beating up all the minions, beating them all up and them doing a good job, make him look good and then at the end it is Joe Gacy uh, knocking down Mr. Braun Breaker making a statement and then having his belt returned to him by his minions. It is Joe Gacy making a statement saying, yes, I will beat you at next week's spring break. And speaking of preparing break, now that ends the show. But that's next week, though, we're gonna have some amazing matches at this great event, which is probably gonna be at the Orlando, uh, you know, training center at Orlando, the performance center, I should say. And we're gonna have a tag team match. It is going to be the new tag team of uh, Natalia and Lash Legend. Of course, Natalia always changes tag team partners. That's what she does. Versus Core Jade and. Nikita Lyons, Nikita Lion, lions I should say. I always call her Lyons, but uh, it's Nikita Lyons. Now, Jade also jumping from tag team partner to tag team partner. Now, also next week will be Nathan Fraser's very first match against Grayson Waller. Now, I can only assume Tiffany Stratton will be at Grayson, uh, Grayson Waller's side. But that should be a pretty fire match. Pretty good match, I'm looking forward to that. And also next week, we'll have be another tag team match and I'm pretty sure will be a barn burner because it's going to be the Creed Brothers versus the Viking Express or the, uh, that's right, the Game of Thrones cosplayers, the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ibar, them. Uh, that's gonna be a good match, but I'm pretty sure, I'm assuming that the Creed Brothers, the Diamond Mind, Julius and um, Brutus will be victorious. Now, and finally, oh my goodness, not finally, but we got ourselves the triple threat for the North American championship will be Sola Sequoia, Cameron Grimes, and Carmelo Hayes fight for the championship. I'm uh, thinking, hopefully, maybe Cameron Grimes can keep this one to solidify his uh, dominance um, as long-term champion. I think that's what they're going for, but how is he gonna do it? And what was gonna happen to Carmelo Hayes and Sola Sequoia? We'll find out in due time. And finally, We're going to have a nice sit down meeting. Hey, we're going
2: to have a sit down meeting. It's uh, Tony D'Angelo and Legado del Fantasmas Santos
3: Escobar. Next week, only on NXT's 2.0 Special Editions Spring Break In. And that does it for the uh, segment of uh, NXT 2.0. Now, please be turned to be sure to. Stick around, for uh, we're going to have some uh, NXT, we're going to cover some NXT UK right after this So, stay tuned for more Hey listener, it's Lip Paisleywood, the host of The Wrestling Show Be sure to check out our YouTube channel That's right, we're also on YouTube Watch us at The Show on YouTube today. Now, back to the program. The Show, oh,
2: oh, oh, baby. It's time. For the wrestling show to take a very cynical look back at. Representing the WWE and live from the BT Sports Studios, London. From way across the pond, it's the NXT UK. Aired it, April 28th, 2022. 2022. The road to episode 200. Let's go. Wubbo. Wubbo. Welcome back to the channel.
3: I'm very, very, i still your very cynical host, Lip Hazley Wood. And this is our look back at what happened in NXT UK from way across the pond, of course. And this is two days, two weeks. This is episode number two, uh, 198, two episodes away from their big event, episode 200. And it's going to be a big one. It's to be a big one. They're setting up for something big, I hope. So, as usual, it's brought to you by the commentators, which I think are fantastic. Andy Shepard, one of the best uh, play-by-play guys with one of the best color commentary guys in the business, Nigel McGuinness on NXT UK. So, we start off huge with this one. It is uh, a grudge match which been happening, which was, it's, uh, this this grudge has been happening for uh, months and months um, Well over a year at least, well over a year Mm -hmm. This has been stretched out a long time Um, It is representing symbiosis, it's uh, primate and t-bone or t-bar or T-bone, I should say, <laughs> T-bar. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's primate and T-bone mm-hmm. of symbiosis. Now, sy- now the symbolism in what I guess uh, Eddie Dennis had in mind is, uh, I guess, it's uh, legitimate. You know, Eddie Dennis uh, was the, uh, I guess, he's a tamer. He's got the uh, leashes on T-bone and primate. You know, like uh, it looks like, uh, yes, holding the dogs at bay. But here's the thing it looks hilarious because uh, T-Bone and uh, Primate go and charge the ring but he's held back by daddy Dennis looking very powerful held back right and by being held back they literally literally almost get uh yanked off their feet it is hilarious looking (laughs) so that's where it falls apart but i think this i think uh the chains i think there should be a fake link in that chain in the chain right so when T-Bone and uh Primate go and charge the ring that uh, link snaps, and they get charged the ring, you know. So, that would be really cool, I think. That would be a really interesting effect. And so, uh, now who are they fighting, you might think? Well, who's this uh, a grudge against? Well, it's against uh, our very own. <claps> Wilbo! <claps> Wilbo! <claps> Wilbo! <claps> Wilbo! That's right, the fans were chanting that exact words. Now, representing. They're from the Shire, <laughs> I say they are, but it is uh, from uh, subculture. Is Mark Anthony, otherwise known as Mandrews and Wilbo Baggins of the Shire. Now I say that because they are so, they're so—they're little guys. They're like tiny guys, uh, stature-wise. Um, yeah, they're little guys, so they look like they're hobbits. Yeah. Well-intentioned hobbits. But uh, Wild Boar and Mark Andrews go and fight. Now, it is, of course, Wild Boar's uh, thing against uh, Symbiosis. He used to be part of Symbiosis. Him and T-Bone, him and Primate actually used to be the original uh, Symbiosis. Until, of course, Eddie Dennis came there. And this is what um, Wild Boar is really upset about. Even though now he's still attacking his old teammate, which is really weird. So, here we go. What happened since this match was uh, back and forth It was an okay match, it was a fun match But in the end sequence It was uh, T-Bone trying to set up Wilbo For fantastic uh, tangent move with uh, Primate So uh, with a nice, uh, looks like setting up for some sort of big ending Is uh, T-Bone with uh, Wilbo He goes and tags in, uh, tries to tag in uh, Well, he gets set up with uh, Primate He climbs up to the top rope for a move, Wilbo however slips off the back and pushes T-Bone directly into uh, of course uh, Primate now it wasn't really a tag because that would be theoretically a tag but it wasn't a tag so uh, Primate gets knocked off and then it is uh T-Bone getting knocked around both sides of the turnbuckles by uh, Wilbo you know uh, a splash and then he throws him the other side and uh, um T-Bone gets clapped down to the corner, sitting back in one of the corners in the heap. And then uh, it's Wilbur coming in with a massive flying butt pliers right to the face of Mm T-Bone. Some call it the butt pliers, the flying butt pliers. Some call it the Santon, but it is really the flying butt pliers, which sets up. T-Bone for the finishing move from Mark Andrews or Manders of the Shire with a wonderful shooting star press to finish it off with the team and it is before you can finish it off the whole match though before the match is over you gotta say one thing it wasn't over for Wilbo after all he wanted to attack some more people and it was Eddie Dennis who was standing out there you know and Eddie Dennis gets it he gets smashed by Wilbo Eddie Dennis barely escapes Runs to the back Which shows one thing for sure Now The BT Sports Studios last week Had a uh, very limited seating Now a little bit more than two weeks ago um, They had about 50 people legitimately uh, last week at this uh, BT Sports Studios This week Legitimately about a hundred people were there Mm-hmm. You say, why there's gotta be more there's, you just saw three sides of the studio. I mean, they only throw, you don't see the other last backside of the studio. That's, I mean, there's no entrance ramp there. There should be a whole lot more people there. Right. But no, there isn't because this is where Eddie Dennis made his escape and showed that, uh, what is really happening behind the seats behind what you can see, which is a back part of the arena, you know, the opposite side of the stage of the uh, entrance ramp, nobody's back there. Mm-hmm. So Eddie Dennis makes his escape there, but regardless from this week for every week to week, there are more people in the arena, which shows when, uh, you can feel it with the energy of the fans, which makes a huge difference. So now backstage, it is Eddie Dennis running into the, who I think is the real general manager of, uh, a, of, uh, NXT UK, it is Sid Scala now. Sid Scholar does one thing for sure um, he, uh, he makes this uh, next time that uh, Eddie Dennis meets Bar, Wild Boar will be in a match Now with this match the uh, T-Bone and Primate will not be allowed ringside And not only that with the making the fact that Eddie Dennis can't escape He'll be wearing what we call a dog collar match with the whole thing That's right. That's absolutely true. Um, Now, here's the thing about that, uh, I believe uh, it's pretty apropos for Eddie Dennis with the dog collar match. You know, of course, he's using dog collars now on his uh, primate and, uh, you know, T-bone. So, let's see what happens. Who knows? I think uh, it's finally we're going to see Eddie Dennis in the ring after how many years? It's been a long time. Will Eddie Dennis have the chops to do with anything at all? Now, will there even be a match? Will somehow Eddie Dennis, uh you know, uh, weasel his way out of an actual match? That's even a possibility. We haven't seen him wrestling in years. What makes you think he's gonna start it like, now? Who knows? He might chalk us all. So here we go. Our next match, second match, it is Angel Hayes versus...
1: Daddy's Kyle! I'm Daddy's Kyle! Daddy's Kyle! I'm Zybrook Daddy Daddy's Kyle!
3: Yes, that's right. Daddy's girl, Zaya Brookside with her partner in crime, Miss Rubber Lips herself, Eliza Brookside. Is Eliza Brookside? No, Eliza Alexander, I should say. Eliza Alexander? A part of Team Brookside. Mm -hmm, It's true. Now, what's going to happen here is uh, one thing for sure is the women's division in the NXT so far, NXT UK, the most like... 99% of the women in the NXT Brooks that I had of the NXT UK have the same wrestling style. It is basically this it is a strong style mixed with a strong mat wrestling, um, grinding, like not just mat wrestling, but it is heel style, angry mat wrestling, and grinding style, basically. Um, No high flying and no uh, uh, feats of strength, really. You know? Like throws or stuff like that. Uh, okay, so we got and I think right now the best of this style of wrestling right now, I believe, it is Isla Dawn. You know, but what's gonna happen in this match now? Zay Brooks, I did, could put up a great fight. Uh, Angel Hayes put up a good fight. You know, it was a good match. It was a fun match. Um, but in the end, the end sequences was uh, Angel Hayes really did, legitimately get some uh, pinfalls. You know, not pinfalls, but close to pinfalls. Like he got, she got some pin attempts done on uh, um, Zybrook's side. Two of them. The second one was, uh, high, it was a nice uh, roll-up. She tried to a roll-up with backside, you know, um, with, a, I guess, uh, um, a waist lock from the back, a waist lock and tried to pull her over for a roll-up. But this is where things get all weird. This is where uh, Eliza, Eliza, jumps on the apron. At this time, where Zay Brookside kicks out of the roll up, which pushes uh, Angel Hayes towards the ropes where waiting there was Eloiza. And this was a distraction enough. Where uh, now, this is where I think it's this is where, where Zay Brookside gets a roll up win. I think roll up wins are the cheapest in all of wrestling. If you do a roll up, you don't really have a real ending to the match. I'd say, I'd say this would be much better if uh, maybe, perhaps, instead of a stupid roll-up, which is a, it's just ridiculous, I think, uh, do a quick, like, maybe a kick to the stomach. She turns around, kick to the stomach, stun, stunner, DDT, something like that, you know, uh, a fisherman suplex, you know, northern light suplex, something quick, done, you know, gets really shocking, because you can probably, like, with, like, a, um, a northern light, throw that on, and then do a quick hook, you know, done, nice, you wrap up to the match, but no, 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 nope. It's a uh, it's a roll up, you know. What are you gonna do about that? You know, I, besides make fun of it, <laughs> but Cy wins, and Cy Brookside and uh, actually, Rubber Lips herself, uh, um, Eliza, they try to attack uh, Angel Hayes after the match, but guess what? She's saved, saving her today is uh, her very own, the uh, French sensation. It is uh, Amale, it's Amale, running in Amale, saving Angel Hayes Now this is hilarious, you can totally tell this is going to be a tag team in the future Because Amale and uh, Angel Hayes are, they're uh, pretty much, uh, they already have uh, matching outfits Mm-hmm, color coordinated, alright, yeah So look forward to Angel, Hay- Angel Hayes and uh, Amale as a tag team maybe versus Zy Brookside and uh, Eliza Alexandra So next up we go behind the scenes It is uh, Charlie Dempsey doing his workout alone All alone And then he's met up with uh, a kid who meets him up backstage and uh, a kid wants some more of Charlie Dempsey He wants some more So he challenges Charlie Dempsey for a rematch and he believes Charlie Dempsey will accept because he believes Charlie Dempsey is a uh, honorable man. Now, is A.K. correct about Charlie Dempsey being an honorable man? We'll find out soon enough. Or is he with die family family for a reason? Now, here we go. We go backstage with Sid Scala, and he is very proud to introduce a very new member of the NXT UK, and it is Damon Kemp himself. Now, Damon Kemp, I believe, uh, within the NXT UK, honing his skills as a wrestler, he can possibly be a huge threat to becoming, a huge threat to true the uh, UK Championship, because I think he's a he, uh, championship material here. To start off his, his, his incre- could be incredible career with Damon Kemp. So he has uh, huge possibilities in the NXT UK, but here we go. Sid's Scala is to introduce him to a very special guest That's right, the puppet head of the NXT UK uh, The figure, NXT, uh, I guess the uh, pres- uh, the, the uh, general manager um, Johnny Saint, so they shake hands, hey uh, Hi, I hear you're here, that's what they tell me I am Johnny Saint, I hear, I hear some stuff, I hear I have to shake a hand of somebody I hear I'm, uh, okay, so regardless now next up we got ourselves the the main event match Not the main event but the match that is the main event match It is Saxton Hoxley! It's Saxton Hoxley? Who is Saxton Hoxley fighting? Saxton Hoxley is fighting Von Wagner fresh from NXT 2.0 With of course not with uh, his guy is uh You know Vaughn is with uh, you know uh Robert Stone is still not there Okay so Vaughn Wagner's here Now last week they had a meeting meeting up with um it is uh Saxon Huxley signing autographs. Saxon Huxley signing autograph. autographs here you go and then uh, Von Wagner takes the autograph and discards it like garbage S- uh, making now uh, Von Wagner definitely making Saxon Huxley look like a real um, loser but then it's uh, now here's the thing Saxon Huxley could have done two things but he decided to do third he decided to whine quietly on his own He's like, this is what he was saying uh, oh, Big stupid man! Big stupid man! Big stupid man! He's saying to himself, yes He's really saying to himself that uh, because he can't do anything about it <laughs> Big stupid man can't fight here I <laughs> mean, if, really, this wouldn't be great if uh, Saxon Huxley really uh, maybe uh, attempted to beat him up backstage But here we go, Nope, it's not true. Saxon-Huxley can't go all the way because he's a big stupid man, perhaps. So here we go in the match. We got a big thing, Saxon-Huxley showing what, uh, why he's limited in the ring. He could go all the way, but Saxon-Huxley goes halfway. He goes up the ramp, he goes up there and climbs the ropes. Now he could have done a wonderful move up there. There There's so many opportunities Saxon-Huxley could have done off that top rope, maybe a high cross. That would have been nice looking because he's got uh, Von Wagner on there. You know, he wouldn't crash and burn. It would be a nice finish on that, but no, no, no. Saxon Hoxley goes with the flying clothesline. Looks so weak ass. Weak ass. So they struggle a little bit longer. They struggle a little bit longer. And turns out that uh, Saxon Huxley hits the ropes and then tries to do a high cross. Well, so really this is what happened. Saxon huxley jumps up onto, uh, jumps into uh, Von Wagner's arms. Like, hey, uh, take this, and Von Wagner catches him throws him up with the fireman's carry and finishes his off finishes his off um Saxon Hoxley with a uh, death valley driver now you think wow a death valley driver finishes it what are you gonna tell me next uh, a falcon arrow is a finishing move too really so it's true you know the uh, the um, death valley driver is a finishing move of Von Wagner, which is very successfully done on uh, Saxton Hoxley. Loses, no! So here's the thing, he beats old Saxton Hoxley up in his own game and then gets the microphone and starts talking his talkie. He's like, uh, I'm not here with you.
0: You're in here with a me, so to speak, you know.
3: So this is Von Wagner's world. So that's basically it. Von Wagner's world. So this is what you get with Von Wagner. What is Von Wagner? What do you get when you mix, mix uh, Edge with Big John Studd? You get Von Wagner. Uh, a little bit of a uh, caveman in there too, regardless. Edge and Big John Studd makes Von Wagner at least. It would seem. It would seem. So here we go. Now we go backstage with the. Uh, would look like a Gallus, the Gallus boys, with a pretend uh, press conference. With obviously with a, with an obvious pretend uh, press conference. It was hilarious. They <laughs> talking it the back. Oh, it's a uh, Wolfgang and Mark and Joe Coffee. They're assuring everybody.
0: Oh, we fight. There's strife
3: amongst the family. But we're still good. We're still a family. Yes, <laughs> there, hoo, uh, hoo, there There's a lot of uh, denial going on in the group, but one thing for sure. You cannot be a great group if you cannot stick together, even at the time you hit rock bottom. So a great group has to stick together thick through thin for a long period of time, then you become a dynasty. So can this happen with Gallus? So they look like they could, you know? They feel like they're on top still. That's good for them. It's good for Gallus. You though they're clearly can't win a match. Even if they, they've you know, even a bit on the money ass. Bit of money money. So here we go. Now the main event, it is a contract signing. The match part two. Ilya Dragunov versus Jordan Devlin. They're in a the ring there. And now in that ring, we have are two general managers, at least one general manager and somebody else who's watching. Who's uh, okay, we have Sid Scala, he's in the ring there, he is residing, he is uh, doing the whole thing, he is uh, um, commentating, he is uh, he's residing the whole thing, so he, he's emceeing this proceedings between Eddie Dragunov and uh, Gordon Devlin. Now, even though Johnny Saint is there, he's Johnny Saint is just does what Johnny Saint does. He stands there. Oh, uh, uh, Johnny Saint is me. I'm Johnny Saint. So Johnny Saint's there, but the real general manager, we all know, the real general manager is, uh, Sid Scala. I say he's probably even more important than that in this business. I think he's severely under, uh, I guess, underrepresented it, underrepresented That's right. I think he's more important than that song. It's true. It's very true. Mhm. He says real brains behind the whole organization. Maybe not like that, but regardless. Now, this thing ends up with uh, one thing, two things that was for sure. Ilya Dragunov did not want any more of uh, Jordan Devlin and puts on this one thing, says uh, one more uh, um, caveat to the contract. The loser of this title match will also leave the company of NXT UK. Now, oh, here's the thing uh, they both sign it, it's great. Um, now I think Jordan Devlin's gonna win. He's gonna represent the company for next little while, while Eli Dragunov is gonna move on to maybe uh, even uh, the main brand. He might even skip the uh, 2.0 and go directly to SmackDown or Raw. You know. But regardless, I think Jordan Devlin's gonna win. But here's the thing: number two thing that happened in this match, Jordan Devlin was attacked, but a scamp. Ilya Dragunov, the current champ, is a scamp attacks him <laughs> that's right he attacks, uh, like a terrible person, you know like the czar he is he attacks Jordan Neverland and tries to finish him off through a table but here's the thing, I'm not sure what's going on, but, uh you know, Johnny Saint took off there he took off and, uh, but it's, uh, uh Sid Scala sticks around for some reason to, I guess to eyewitness the whole ordeal and by time, uh Jordan Devlin was set up to be put through a table He grabs um, Sid Scala to his, uh as a human shield which stops Ilya Dragunov Which sets up the finish end of Ilya Dragunov to headbutt And then Ilya Dragunov is thrown by the devil inside through the table That's right So uh, I don't know Sid Scala, You know why you were still in there But you served a purpose, the Jordan Devlin purpose so, looking like a champ, taking a belt and making a statement is Jordan Devlin Could he be the next NXT UK champion? And could, um uh, Ilya Dragunov be moving on to the next company Next part of his career I'd say yes But here we go Next week We're going to have the very di- the debut The debut of a brand new wrestler, his name Or uh, under quotes, a brand new wrestler, it is Uh, Tiger Turan. Which we all know, Tiger Duran. if we take off the mask, it, his, uh, his identity is uh, Amir Jordan. That's right. I believe, we believe here at The Wrestling Show that Tiger Duran is Amir Jordan. That's right. We're showing your cards already. And also next week's going to be a spectacular episode because we're also going to have the Nova Rolla Sessions, a brand new episode. Noam Dar is going to have his special guest going to be the great that's right um, Lash, a legend She's going to make her appearance on The Noam Dar Sessions It's going to be fantastic I look forward to that But to top it all off It's going to be I believe the main event That you'll be talking about forever It will be for the women's uh, NXT UK title The World Championship of the UK It is um, current champion Mr. Setomora versus Challenger Aladon, now this uh, match is going to be a special, um, a special match Now this is next week, not the 200th episode, which is strange But it's next week, the build up to 200, so 99 Is a World of Darkness match I'm assuming the World of Darkness match would be, uh, perhaps a, uh, a No Holds Barred match Like an Anything Goes match, you know, uh, Count Pinfalls, uh, Pinfalls Anywhere match, I would assume but regardless, that is going to be next week. But, that's it for this week's episode of NXT UK. Uh, so yeah. Up next, we take a deep dive into Friday Night SmackDown after this very, very short break. We'll be right back after this.
1: Oh, uh, Stupendous. I've heard upper management has finally given your own personal dressing room let me just say our locker room smells well it's not as disgusting uh, now that you're not farting in it anymore oh
0: take that silly gas mask off Chapo. you're not impressing anybody you actually look ridiculous let me just help you with that let me remove that damn gas mask
1: oh, oh, oh. Oh uh, stupendous uh, stop Oh for my sake for my for my nose sake this stink Oof <sighs> uh, uh, wait uh it doesn't smell of uh, sulfur and and, and and sewage Have you been baking stupendous? Is that apple pie I smell? Nope. What is wafting in your nose holes
0: in this uh, the same air that once occupied the inside of my body? Thanks to Windex, I can change the smell of my
1: farts to anything I want. I just love apple pie. Oh, I'm going to throw up a little bit. I won't be back. When you want to turn your life around, make Windex a part
3: of your daily routine. Windex. Try Windex today. The wrestling show
1: oh 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 baby!
2: It's time to take a very cynical look back at the final segment of the wrestling show. Representing the WWE, it's Friday Night SmackDown, air date April 29th, 2022 the road to wrestlemania backlash let's go well well well. welcome back to the
3: channel and this is indeed the final segment of the show and it is our very cynical look back at what happened at the last tapings of smackdown and of course uh, Smackdown's commentators are uh, I believe are Pat McAfee and longtime, uh, 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 I guess commentator and uh, employee of the WWE is Michael Cole the, one of the best play by play guys in the biz I gotta say the veteran himself now backstage we got ourselves our Caleb um, Braxton doing her wonderful uh, pre-match uh, interviews and uh, some gossip if there is Caleb Braxton will bring it out and for today, we got ourselves our resident schmuck. Yes, the schmuck. Or, um, shamaza, as they'd say. Um, last, uh, Drew Gulak, two weeks ago, uh, he decided to step down from becoming a, a proud wrestler, swallow his pride, and become, that's right, a backstage interviewer. He'd made an interview one too many where he retired and became a personal assistant to, uh, Adam Pierce, which then retired and now finally taking the job as the guy who rings the bell and taking full pride, very happy about it too, at least as happy as you can when you dealt with lemons to the eyeballs. I think uh, the only question is how is Drew Gulak going to retire from bell ringer? Mm-hmm. How Drew Gulak fell. You thought running for the 24 7 championship was low enough for Drew Gulak. No. He can go even lower. I'd like to see Drew Gulak go into the uh, NXT UK. Really, I've been tooting this for a little bit, touting this for a while. Drew Gulak teaming up with uh, Shaw Samuels and uh, Norm Dar. The three of them, yes. I'd say yes to that. Okay, so how humiliating is is, um, Drew Gulak's day is going to be? Who knows? Only time will tell. But first, We start big, and this is match number four of the rubber matches (laughs) Finally, will Drew McIntyre get his hands on Sami Zayn? Now, last week uh, was the lumberjack match, Sami Zayn did escape So this is number four, the fourth match in the rivalry We start just so innocently, as uh, I challenge anybody who comes out of this locker room And that happened last month Mm -hmm, It's true And one month later We get our final match Sami Zayn Now it is a steel cage match So only way Sami Zayn can probably win Is by escaping And Sami Zayn did try to escape Many times Uh, He could have escaped though uh, The last time But he was caught He was caught by uh, Drew McIntyre And then he was uh, Superplexed which was his final sequence of the match. The superplex was uh, the, the beginning of the end for Sami Zayn. Well, to tell you the truth, I would suppose, uh, the beginning of the end of Sami Zayn was when he first decided to uh, enter the uh, steel cage with Drew McIntyre. So, of course, with the massive suplex, Sami Zayn was basically... Uh, he didn't know from heads or tails, up or down. He was... Uh, uh, Smash senseless With this uh, incredible High risk maneuver Now of course This sets up for the old uh, Claymore mm-hmm. And of course uh, Sami Zayn, even if he could hear The countdown to Claymore town he had There's nothing he can do about it And he took that in the face In the face Yes Sami Zayn gets Claymore'd And loses the match So I guess that's that For this rivalry You know It lasted four matches One which which Would have lasted one, So that stretched out a bit Which is good This is uh So what's next for Sami Zayn? What's next for Drew McIntyre? We can only find out So we go backstage With uh Caleb Braxton Talking to Charlotte Flair And what uh And they're basically Looking forward to uh, Wrestlemania's uh, mm Mhm. Backlash, their match with uh, Ronda Rousey, just some build-up, more build-up with uh, Charlotte Flair taking out Ronda Rousey, but they're being prepared for another match today, some silly match for the main event, beat the clock match of some silliness, which means nothing, means nothing, just badness for their competitors, you know, being cannon fodder, so now we go into the ring Now this was uh, this segment in the ring here uh, The uh, happy talk with Happy Corbin was a huge uh, time eater They didn't need to eat so much time with this segment But they ate a lot of time with the segment Catching you back up what's going on with the history of uh, Happy Corbin and uh, Madcap Moss And basically it's uh, uh, Happy Corbin brings in the trophy by two uh, goons, brings in the trophy, and then Madcap comes back and beats up some Happy Corbin and reclaims his already the giant battle royal trophy. That oversized uh, lump of uh, garbage, you know, yeah. It's uh, oversized and it's, uh, it's a it's lumpy and glumpy and grumpy. It's, a, it's just a ridiculous thing. It's almost as silly looking as a Heritage Cup trophy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Which leads us to Backlash. Will, uh, who's going to win? Mad Cap Moss or Happy Corbin? Friendemies will they become friends after this? Who knows, will they get their own respect after the big match? We'll only find out in due time But next up, we got ourselves a big Intercontinental Championship match Now this was a whole thing, it's this uh, program is going on with the uh, Jinder Mahal and uh, Ricochet now, uh, Jinder Mahal had, uh, they, Jinder Mahal Ricochet has gone at it for a little while now. Jinder Mahal losing all the time, you know, cause Jinder Mahal is, uh, he's the, uh, he's the, I would say he's the, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, the new Jeff Hardy, cause he didn't, he was basically there to push other wrestlers. He didn't really do anything on his own. Didn't really make any, make any waves ever since, okay, Jinder Mahal was a champion, world champion for a little while when he returned, first return but ever since uh, then, ever since losing it he's been doing nothing but jobbing yeah. So here we go, But now it's Shanky Shanky's turn to fight uh, Ricochet Now one thing for sure, Shanky is uh, a young wrestler he's a very big wrestler, he's learning a lot he's doing a lot of good things uh, he's, uh, he's, he's making waves in wrestling, I think. Uh, he, we're given the chance, I think, Shanky and a little more, more time to train and uh, get, uh, you know, fight the greenness, wetness, dry the wetness between between his ears, uh, behind his ears. <laughs> he could be good eventually. So this match was fun. Shanky was a very strong man style, very good big man style. Um, but in the end sequence, it was Ricochet whalping the big kick to the head to Shanky off the ropes outside Shanky stumbles back into the ref, like for a balance. He grabs a ref. Oh my goodness. And then Ricochet runs to the corner to jump on the, you know, to do a huge move off the top. But because Shanky is now hugging the referee, you know, it's like, oh, oops, whoop, Oh, Shanky, no, Shanky be stanky. And then so he, the referee's like, no, what are you doing? Oh, oh, I can't see it. And then this Jinder Mahal pulls off. Ricochet up the top rope And then, um, Shanky Tries to, uh, take full advantage of that Where he gets the, uh, Ricochet on his On his, uh, as a fireman's Carry Um, Ricochet uh, is carried away And then before uh, Stanky can do anything, before Shanky Can do anything, Ricochet pulled the Stanky And, uh, slid down his back, a backslide A backslide And then got between his legs and then Roll them through. Roll them up. Now if I would say, if anywhere would be a roll up, it would be here. Shanky is a, uh, a green wrestler. You know, this is a move that he was, he, that he didn't see coming. He was stunned. Like, Whoa, what's going on? Whoopsie! on his back. And then uh, it's a, a really good matchbook cover, I would say. A matchbook cover, I'd say Walter and Rhea Ripley would be very proud to see. So it is Shanky with a big loss. A surprising loss. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd say there are going to be many roll-ups this day. This is a top-tier roll-up. The best roll-up of the night. I don't like roll-ups, but this was a proper use of it, I'd say. If any time we'd have roll-up, this would be the time.
0: But this pisses off. Jinder Mahal. No, Shanky.
3: No, how dare you lose. Well, uh. You know, uh, Ricochet's off there being, yes, I'm a winner. Time to move on to my next guy. Next challengers, time to ride off in the sunset. But you two have something to discuss. And there's something to discuss as well. It is going to be the next program, I guess. Uh, Shanky versus Jinder Mahal. Is Shanky ready to take over uh, by himself? Not need Jinder Mahal's help any longer. Just like Veer Mahan. But who knows? Uh, I would say this would be uh, maybe a, a, a couple of shank, uh, Shanky versus Jinder Mahal. Maybe coming up over a backlash. Maybe not. So now here we go. A pre-match interview. It is Caleb uh, Braxton with our very own uh, Raquel Rodriguez She's very pumped to be fighting in the uh, this division. In the, the big main roster of Smack it down So who is she fighting? Who is Raquel Gonzalez uh, Rodriguez, I should say Raquel Rodriguez is going to fight Why? It's a very new No one's seen her before A ringer perhaps? Perhaps a ringer? So I wonder who's going to win um, Of course It's not going to be Cat um, Cardoza Cat Cardoza She's not going to win But even though the final sequence was Kat Cordoza uh, just trying to choke out uh, Raquel on the ropes just trying to choke her out even though she's getting a count she's trying to really pull on she's doing bully style bully style wrestling here uh, Looked like um Kat was uh, really uh, uh, really in command looks like she was in command here and she was really getting ready she really getting uh all like uh, confident getting ready for a big kick to Raquel but Raquel catches the boot and pulls her in, and picks her up for the what you know the Chicona bomb, and of course Raquel is going to win, and with the Chicona bomb. So plants her down there, and it's over. Now I wonder what Raquel Gonzalez would have said, considering her like uh, her half sister is like winning matches now oh, in another company. That's crazy. So is uh, Raquel Rodriguez with a big win, her I believe debut. And uh, speaking of uh, debuts and whatnot Even though it's not their debut uh, Walter with, or should I say Gunther With his number one side man Ludwig Kaiser I guess uh, no longer with them is uh, Fabian Leichner Of the old Imperium So now this I guess uh, this is Gunther and Ludwig Putting the smackdown on notice For they're going for the top of the prize, and who knows? I think gunther has got some serious talent, uh, although he's losing a lot of weight, um, too much weight. But it's okay, it's all right. Uh, He's got some skills, uh, and he's got still the height. He's still tall, he's still a big guy. You know, he's lost a lot of weight. At least he's healthy, you know, he's still charging, um, but at least against the jobberies, he's looking like a real hero. But here we go next up it is a contract signing for the unification of the tag team championship belts now here we go it is hosted by adam pierce of course uh now before they can talk or sign anything i guess words were talked words were spoken and dusos got really upset and attacked they attacked this whole signing was went up in flames they attacked the uh, rk bro and then the Usos got their asses handed to them basically and then so much so that uh, Roman Reigns had to come out to settle things out and just him there alone got the uh, RK-Bro really concerned over like, oh my goodness, Roman Reigns is here. What are we gonna do now? We better just stand here and just watch him for he's gonna be in a ring soon and we gotta be prepared for fighting him. So we gotta prepare by giving him 120% of our attention. And while they're doing that, the Usos beat them up And then uh, Roman Reigns takes that contract Rips it up and stuffs it in the mouth of uh, Riddle Now they start beating up the uh, RK-Bro until uh, Drew McIntyre Of course, now he's finished with his uh, feud with, uh, I guess you can say feud, his match with Sami Zayn uh, It was a feud for Sami Zayn, a match for uh, um, Drew McIntyre So Drew McIntyre moving on to his next thing it is to become champion once again And this could be a sure thing, probably Next step, uh... Drew McIntyre So Drew McIntyre helps out RK-Bro You know, and this is a huge thing So now it's a three-on-three thing, obviously it's gonna happen And backstage we got ourselves Paul Heyman Threatening Adam Pearce, his job about, uh, do I, it's gonna change, and we're not gonna have a unification championship match, you know, a unifying belt, which is nothing is more satisfying than or bigger than that. Nothing's bigger than a unification championship match. He said, but people wanna see this instead a, a three on three tag, three on three tag match. People would rather see that. Really? Really, a three on three where no belts are involved. You know just like who's better but not really because no belts are going to be put up for anything backlash a backlash is just not important enough for a big time match like this it's just not that's why they put Wrestlemania's backlash so here it is uh so it becomes now instead of a unification match it's now a six-man tag team match Drew McIntyre along with Riddle and Randy Orton versus the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso, and they're the head of the table, Roman Reigns. From Backlash. Mm-hmm. It's building up something, building up to uh, SummerSlam, I think. This is, whole thing's building up to something bigger. So these are just the in-between matches, in-between shows for the big show, which is the big show, I'm talking about no BS, but SummerSlam. So here we go. Now, here we go. Now, in two weeks time, it will be a tag team championship match between, uh, the women's champions, Sasha Banks and Naomi, Naomi, um, uh, Miss Dancer, Tiny Dancer versus, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler and Natalia, but today will be in one-on-one match between Naomi and Shayna, uh, Baszler. Yep. It was a match where you think, wow, this is not good wrestling. Shayna Baszler is is a great talent um she in nxt she was unstoppable she was fantastic she was great but ever since uh, going to the main roster she's been doing nothing but she's been she's 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 she's, she's been working uh, not much these days but she's still around but she's definitely not the animal or monster she once was and uh, her whole persona is now i don't know it's it's weakened a lot and this match with the naomi Naomi's, I don't really think Naomi's a very good wrestler Just got the whole bunch of fake hair attached to her head Now here's the whole thing It was a sloppy sloppy match With uh, ends with a sequence where you gotta think like Oh my gosh, I can't believe that ended the match This is terrible Um, so Shannon Baszler goes with a, uh, a waistlock You know, she goes from the behind, uh, she gets into Naomi in a waistlock And she directs her, so she's facing Naomi's, now her and Naomi's now facing a turnbuckle so she direct, she intentionally moved her like that Obviously this match is uh, clearly uh, acted out it's, it's been set up, everything it, It's clear that it's done, it's rehearsed, you know it's, It was a, there's a goal and plan, like usual, month. Yeah. Uh, so she does a roll through and then I guess Shane and Baszler Supposed to uh, get pulled towards the, uh, the, 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 the turnbuckle And she like, laughs, li- uh, lightly poofs her face on the thing Oof, my face, to hit that uh, fluffy, uh, uh, you know, pillow. It was sad. And then Naomi with the very sloppy uh, back roll, backslide roll. Oh my gosh. Oh, it, w- it was just sloppy and bad and sad. And the sad thing is that Shayna Baszler laid there to, to accept that pin. You know, it's like, wow, <laughs> this is what it is. This is what it is. It's so, yep. It's lame. This is, uh, this is lame wrestling. This is terrible wrestling. And, uh, Naomi with a big win. Big win. Wowie, wowie, wow. But then, uh, you know, we got ourselves, uh, Natalia comes in to charge in, to fight. And she, uh, takes out, uh, Naomi. And eventually, they have, uh, they, they, Naomi and, uh, Shayna Baszler have the last laugh. Um, uh, not Naomi, but, uh, Natalia and Shayna Baszler have last lap. Now, here's the thing. This is hilarious. Um, Natalia Mrs. Uh, what's a uh, Brett Brett Hart puts on a sharpshooter, um, and she has uh, with uh, Sasha Banks like under the ropes, and uh, she's on the other side. <laughs> Talk about the most ineffective. You see the most ineffective sharpshooter ever. She with the ropes, she can't get any leverage. Cause her back, uh, Naomi, uh, Natalia's backs are against the ropes So Natalia can't get any leverage on a sharpshooter <laughs> Such a lame thing So basically, here's the ending here Shayna Baser stomps on um, Naomi's arm Oh my goodness, what's going to happen in two weeks? Will Naomi come through and pull through And be a hero? Because after all, we all know this Natalia is, already has a second partner She already has a new tag team partner you know, so this is ridiculous. But here we go. This team here was just destined to lose next uh, in two weeks. But next week, Shayna Baszler is going to fight again because, after all, uh, you can't have uh, a Natalia fight because she's already fighting in NXT full time, I'd say. So it's going to be uh, Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks next week, where in two weeks will be the tag team match. So next up, now, we have another match with um, the Butch running away like a bitch. You know, uh, it is in uh, Ridge Holland and Seamus nowhere to be found. Can't find him anywhere. Not really looking that hard, but they put up the, looking for missing puppy posters of uh, PD. I mean, uh, Butch, missing Butch posters. Have you seen the Butch? He ran away like a bitch that's right (laughs) Uh, pretty soon he's gonna change his name I wonder what to what so it's gonna be Rich Holland along with Seamus versus Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston Kofi Kingston now here's a funny thing this match was fun both Xavier Woods and Rich Holland had their uh, back and forth in this match it was a fun match until the end sequence was absolutely uh, ridiculous only thing you got to think about is one thing when if Xavier Woods wins his match. How is he going to get that dumb roll-up on? Um, The uh, taking it in the rear, as he calls it. I think the official name is uh, taking it in the rear um, is uh, Xavier Woods' uh, roll-up. So, the end sequence is this. Rich Hall has beaten up Xavier Woods so bad that Xavier can't even stand up. You know, I have a picture of of Rich uh, standing on his head. So then, Ridge gets Xavier Woods ready for a power bomb, right? And, uh, and Xavier just flops down, and Ridge finally gets him up into a power bomb. Wow! This is it sets up the final dumb sequence, where I guess uh, the power bomb is fails because uh, I guess uh, um, Xavier just widens his legs further and just finishes through and lands on his feet again on front of Ridge, and then goes for the one of the sloppiest sloppiest of the night probably sloppiest of the night a terrible oh a roll-up and without if rich holland wasn't a a good person and lie there you know and accept this this terrible pin uh you know making him look like an absolute fool i don't know it's beyond me but this roll-up was next level sloppy like xavier woods usually has a nice roll-up like he, when he hooks both legs, he can, uh, legitimately, yeah, he can hold you down. But this was bad. So this only tells me one thing. Xavier Woods is not the king of roll-ups. You know, he can throw a roll up on, but not to everybody. You got to throw a roll up on everybody. But Xavier Woods with the sloppiest roll up you will ever see. Rich Holland tucking himself in like a good boy, like a good worker, accepting that terrible, terrible pin making us look as, as tight as possible. Wow. Xavier is terrible. So, okay, with this... Seamus is totally upset about the whole situation. So, him? Loses?
0: Why? I'm gonna... I'm gonna challenge, uh... Kofi Kingston!
3: So, now it's a match goes... it's carried on now. He calls Kofi Kingston a coward or something Then like that. Kofi's like, no, you don't! I don't know. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. So, now the match starts with Kofi Kingston against, uh... Um, Seamus, now Kofi Kingston did try to do a roll up right but I guess you gotta be the skills of uh, Xavier Woods to pull it off as your finishing move all the time so he didn't do it couldn't do it so what happens is uh, um, Kofi Kingston goes off the top ropes for uh, I don't know some sort of uh, uh, a, 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 a bash on the head maybe trying to bash uh, Sheamus on the head. I'm not sure what he trying to do with the jumping off the top rope there But only thing one thing happened was Sheamus medium in midair with a knee strike to the face which ended up as a setup move for the bro kick knocked Kofi off his feet and directly out of those oversized boots of his. It's true mm-hmm. and uh, with the giant win is uh, you know Seamus, and then they start beating up. Seamus starts beating up some Kofi Kingston after the match. And then it's Rich Holland starts beating up some more uh, Xavier Woods. After all, he did take it in the rear earlier by Xavier. So you know what? It is Seamus sets up a table and That's right, Rich Holland puts uh Xavier right through that damn table. Boom! That sets up a match, actually. Um it sets up a big match in uh, next week. A tag team match which is gonna be great uh, it's gonna be the New Day Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods one of the greatest tag teams out there mm-hmm. thanks to Kofi Kingston um, versus the Fight Club it's uh, Sheamus and Ridge Holland which is gonna be pretty decent I must say now next up we got ourselves it is uh, chapter 4 of lacey evans woe is me the lacey evans story i believe it's called Woe is me how many times do i have to say that it's Woe is me that's right and this time it's uh more daddy issues they were never there but i guess lacey evans is trying to build up this i'm just a common woman she's Pretty soon she's gonna wear this uh, her shirt. or she's gonna wear that black and uh, the uh, the uh, yellow polka dot polka dots. Mm-hmm. It's true. Maybe she should shave her hair like GI Jane. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's right. I made a GI Jane joke. I hope someone don't don't come a slap of me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh. Okay, now next up we got our main event. It's uh, um, a nonsensical match, which is absolutely nonsensical. It is, I don't know what's what's going to prove, um, it's called the Beat the Clock I Quit Challenge. Now, it will only prove uh, one thing, it's like the Shotzi Blackheart, or Shotzi and Aaliyah are uh, expendable. Who's more expendable, I suppose? You know, these guys are just, uh, Shotzi and Aaliyah are just basically cannon fodder for a build-up between uh, Ronda, Lousey, Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte Flair. We all know that uh, the real SmackDown Champion is Tony Storm. She beat her last, her very last match in uh, the WWE. But regardless, this is a beat-the-clock match and it first starts off with Ronda Rousey setting the bar against Shotzi Blackheart. Now, of course, uh, Charlotte Flair had to join the ringside to see what's going on. And while this she's there, uh, I guess it all starts with Shotzi Blackheart doing the old, uh, Catch me if you can! Whoop 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 whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, she runs out the ring, starts running around the ring, Shotzi is then, catch me! And then Ronda tries to catch her. And finally, when Ronda catches her, she throws on the uh, ankle lock. All right, that's right, ankle lock. Not armbar! Nope, nope, nope. She shows some diversity, thanks to Kurt Angle! And within, uh, I believe the time to beat was a one minute and 41 seconds. One minute, 41 seconds match. That's right. Shotzi just was good for one minute and 41 seconds. And most of that was her running around the ring like an idiot. Well, that's your career Shotzi. That's it. You know, after months and months of not being seen, this is how she's used. Shame, shame. And then next up. We got ourselves Charlotte Flair. She's got to beat Aaliyah in under 1 minute 41 seconds. Now, of course, they wouldn't plan, almost, almost completely to plan, Aaliyah, you know, being a little cheeky in the ring there. But here, it comes down to this. When it comes down to uh, seconds left, Charlotte finally gets on the figure 4, pulling to the figure 8, while the time expires. Yes, right. So the bell goes off and mm-hmm, Charlotte loses. And uh, like right after the bell, uh, she taps out, which is silly. But I guess that's the reason. So I guess I'll see you at uh, this match made nothing, no sense at all. So this is going on to uh, um, Backlash. I'll see you at Backlash. And <laughs> a I quit match. So speaking of I quit. We got ourselves Charlotte Flair going to, guess what? Drew Gulak, it was your fault, you dumb bell ringer. You had one job, you bell ringer and you, here, let me just let me just show you what it's what's all about. And she rings his bell with a giant kick to the face while he's sitting down like, ooh, what's going on here? Oh boy, oh, she looks very upset, oh no. And he gets kicked in the face and he jumps in the ring there. He like rolls, and he, Drew Gulak rolls himself into the ring. setting setting himself up the Schlamazel setting himself up for more beating because Charlotte grabs that very bell and hammer and drags into the ring and then WHACK WHACK Drew Gulak right in the back of the head with the bell you know just goes flying Drew Gulak is left lying on the ground and with the final that's right the final kick to the face she does a nice brush kick to Gulak's face it was great to finish off the day so what's going to happen with Drew Gulak? What's what's next for him? You know, is he going to be? Uh, I don't know. Uh, security for the ring. Uh, so I don't know. Um, what else is possibly can he do that's lower than uh, bell ringer? You know, that you can possibly see on the thing. Is he going to? Uh, I don't know. I'd say it's time. How long? How long does Drew Gulak going to be the butt end of the jokes? Until he moves to. The NXT UK. That's when you can be taken seriously, finally. But that's it for SmackDown and also concludes the wrestling show for another week. And one more thing. And I'm talking to you, listener. Thanks for hanging out till the very end of the show. You, listener, are important to me. So please join us again next week for an all-new episode of The Wrestling Show. The Wrestling Show,
1: baby!